Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we have fun and meaningful conversations with all kinds of tango professionals. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thanks so much for tuning in and hope you're having a great day. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Have a look at our previous episodes. There have been a lot of wonderful guests, and I'm sure you'll find plenty of inspiration to help move your tango forward. My guest today is originally from Buenos Aires, but is now based in Southern California. She started dancing tango in 2004, then soon after that, found herself dedicating more and more of her time to the dance. In 2009, she opened her own studio where she teaches classes and hosts a number of events, and on top of that, makes regular visits to Buenos Aires and organizes regular tango tours. And with me now is Silvia Askenazi. Silvia, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. It's so nice to be talking to you. Hi, Joe. Same way. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, yeah. So originally you're from Buenos Aires, right? Yes, yeah. nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so what brought you to the United States? Well, it's, it's a funny story because mm -hmm. I, I came to visit a friend um, and we, I just stayed. I loved it so much that I, I stayed for a longer time. And then little by little, I decided to become a citizen and stay here. And yeah, I was, it was unexpected, but yeah. I really liked it here. And so that's life, right? Mm, Sometimes yeah. takes you to a different way. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, having grown up in, in Buenos Aires, uh, were you dancing tango back then, or did tango have any kind of influence on your life while you were while you were growing um, up? Influence, yes, but I I haven't danced tango until I was here in in California. Mm -hmm. But um, but tango, yes, because my grandfather um, was a tango lover more than music, but he also danced. Mm. He, my mom told me that he loved this early. And he would listen to the, you know, the records all day long. And I have a picture, actually, of my grand, grandma and grandpa dancing in, in the 50s mm -hmm. in a club. Um, and uh, so and my grandmother played the piano and, and she played tangos. So so somewhere the tango mm -hmm. was in my in my in my blood. Mm. For sure. That's, that's nice. It's funny. My, my grandfather lived on the other side of the globe in Taiwan. And I was playing Canaro's uh, poema one day at home. My dad heard it and said, wait a minute, your grandfather used to play that all the time at home. He had, he had it on a record. Wow. And my grandfather played the mandolin and, and he just would play poema on this mandolin. Oh my God. And I didn't know that until long after I started tango dancing. Wow. So maybe that's destiny, that's, right? That's unique. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you come to the United States. Eventually, you you fall in love with tango. How did that? Yes. How did that happen? Yes. Uh, well, it was something because I've, I've always danced um, and tango was in my list of, you know, I well, actually, in in my 20s, I I had to spend a week alone in my house because I have a treatment for my thyroid uh. and it's a uh, um, radioactive mm. um substance that you have to take and go home and stay alone for a week because you are like a x-ray machine walking and and okay one night i was i had actually had a great time i was painting and i was just having a great time in my house and one night i was listening to the classic radio classical music radio and they play piazzola mm. and i and i i 
I thought, oh my God, this is like the best music in the world. So, so little by little, you know, and I was a dancer already. And while I was here, I said, okay, you know, let me try a lesson. I'm going to go try. Mm-hmm. And I never stopped. <laughs> I never stopped. Mm-hmm. I never stopped. I, mm-hmm. I've been in the country three years already. And in 2004, I started and um, I actually decided that I was going to teach tango with a friend mm. of mine. Yeah. Like in, in my beginning, I was like, I can, I think I can teach this. And <laughs> I would gather, me and my friend would gather a group of 10 friends. Mm-hmm. We rented a studio in Santa Monica. And before the class, we watch video and we go and we were teaching our friends. Wow. A wow. class. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, I can do this. I, you know, I, I didn't know anything, but I was mm-hmm. doing it. <laughs> a little bit irresponsible, you know, <laughs> with my eyes today, if mm-hmm. I see it, but that was the way it was. That, yeah. that was my, the beginning yeah. and, and I loved it. Yeah. So would you say that you love the tango so much you couldn't keep it to yourself? You had to share. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were, we actually were a group of friends um, that already were doing activities together like uh, poetry reading and uh, some kind of uh, weekly gatherings to teach each other things like photography Mm. uh, video editing it was a very particular uh, group of friends we we really gathered every monday night in pasadena to to teach each other things Mm different skills yeah. so that's why uh we decided to to do this um as an extra thing mm-hmm. to what we were already doing nice nice so just sort of thinking back to your very first tango lesson what, what was it like it it was um great my teacher was Makela, who's big here in the community i remember going to a place in away in the valley and and i took a class and the teacher really said something good that encouraged me to continue. She said, oh, wow, you can do really, you know, you can learn really fast. You're mm. learning really fast. And I was like, wow, that's good because I really like this. So mm-hmm. so I felt like I was really, it was really easy to me. Oh, nice. Because I was already a dancer. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you teach a dancer, it's so much easier. They yeah. they get it right away, mm-hmm. especially followers. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you teach, but yes. um, yeah. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's great when a dancer comes in the room and you're like, yes, they're going to get it right away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And even if they don't don't get it right away, they understand the concepts. Or they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Can, yeah, they're much more confident about trying new things. But yeah, so what kind yes. of dancing did you did you do before you got into tango? <laughs> Well, before I was doing um, a class, a classical ballet training, mm. classical ballet uh, dance training. Not mm. really. I, I was. I never participated in a performance, but um, then I did Afro-Brazilian, and um, uh, you know, just um, a jazz dance mm. and different different classes. And um, uh, how do you say in Spanish is expresión corporal, uh, more like um, yeah. 
body expression? Or, yes, okay. yes. Mm -hmm. More like a thera therapeutic thing. Oh, okay. Um, everything is therapeutic, but but <laughs> this was more like, um, you know, to express yourself. And I was always connected to, to mm -hmm. dancing and physical activities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that probably helped you a lot in just understanding a lot of the body concepts and the body awareness of, of tango. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you, you you mentioned the the Piazzolla song and then the lesson. So what was it about the tango dance uh, specifically, or or aspects of it that really uh, grabbed you? Well, the embrace, the connection, the community, and at some point I remember I, I was I was like, I need to do ochos, like the need to do ochos, you know, for my yeah. body to, to really do that movement because it's so essential and it's, um, it's pleasant. It's just pleasant to, to, to do the tango moves. Mm -hmm. And my body was like, you need to go, you need to go, 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 go. <laughs> and I was, you know, I was going to Milongas for four nights a week in my nice. first five years. Mm -hmm. I could I just couldn't stop. <laughs> I would I would go to a non-tango party with friends and at midnight I would go like okay I'm, I need to go to a milonga now <laughs> and I would drive 40 miles to to go and I would arrive to the milonga and go to the leaders and said I just drove for an hour I need to dance. I was fierce. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I was determined to mm -hmm. dance and to dance dance and i was single so mm -hmm. i had the time and, and the freedom to to move and to go mm -hmm. whenever I, and wherever i wanted to go so mm -hmm. yeah i love hearing stories about that i guess i guess you can call it some level of obsession with the dance where you're willing to drive at midnight that far and i think a lot of listeners can kind of relate to that and that's i think that's a, that's good it kind of really shows your dedication to the dance and you know that it's for you you know when you have a, yes when you have yes a, yeah yeah i, I just literally couldn't stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know the feeling i i started tango in new york and yeah it was uh it was nice i didn't have to drive i just took a subway from milonga to milonga mm. but it's a mm, similar that's feeling. a dream yeah <laughs> that's such a dream yeah so like was, when you're in buenos aires you mm. can walk to the milongas oh yeah yeah so you visit every year um, and you do a lot of dancing in, in Buenos Aires as well. So did you kind of look upon uh, Buenos Aires in, in, in a different light or after, after you know, returning there as a, as a dancer or was there anything that uh, kind of stood out to you? Well, I don't know if, if uh, definitely it's a different crowd, mm -hmm. uh, the, the tango dancers, but I've, I've lived in Buenos Aires 35 years and I went out at night a lot, mm -hmm. not to tango events, but, but, you know, I walked the streets at night and I took a taxi back home mm -hmm. from parties and whatever, or, or e even the bus. So the, the, the city, you know, not really like a, like a different mm -hmm. light or a different way to see my city because okay. Buenos Aires is tango. Mm. Buenos Aires is tango. Even if you don't dance tango, it's, mm -hmm. it's in a way, you know, mm -hmm. you can feel it. Mm -hmm. um, 
but um yeah i definitely go and dance and i i don't know if you know this but i also organized tours to yes. buenos aires mm -hmm. the last two years have been yeah no mm -hmm. but uh that's a really nice thing that i uh started to do and and um that allows me because you know having family in buenos aires when i go maybe i'm not going every night to dance mm -hmm. But when I do the tour, I go with my group. And mm -hmm. so I go every night and it's like, it's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely, it, it, it's, it's, it's something that when you're there, you want to go every night because, yeah. because then you start seeing people that you saw at, at other milongas mm -hmm. and, you know, you start having a, a sense of the community and, and the vibe yeah. of each milonga and that's great. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. And when you started really getting into tango, how did your family respond or how did they react when they found out you were now dancing tango? My mom was happy because that was my mom's mom who was the the, the poet, the tango, mm. the pianist and the tango dancer. Um, and my mom and I would, would sit in the kitchen um and sing uh these early songs um so she she loves tango too my mom she loved mm. she passed away mm. in 2018 but my father he he thought more about the business side of it because he's a more like, he was he died mm. recently but he was mm. a, a businessman so oh. he and i would talk about the business aspect of, of tango which is mm. also uh, a thing right yeah, absolutely uh, if you if you do it as a business like i do it mm -hmm. um you have to it's, it's good to know about business and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah that's I'm a getting... very good skill to have it's really nice you have a your dad was uh was knowledgeable in that i mean i'm still learning as i go <laughs> when it comes yeah to no that. definitely yeah. and me too me too because mm -hmm. um uh you know, especially now after COVID and, and the new the new tricks and the new laws and the new yeah. mandates and the new way that people feel about going to an event and, mm -hmm. and it's it's a new it's a new world yeah. actually that's what I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how is uh, how is Buenos Aires doing uh, right now in terms? Of they the just opened. They just opened. Uh, the milongas again mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. reopened uh, what I see in the pictures in Facebook um, for example of other milongas is a lot of people are wearing masks mm -hmm. and of course they, they they ask for proof of vaccination and at the same time of course there are many underground milongas nice. I'm sure <laughs> I'm yeah. sure because mm -hmm. if if there are here if you, if you you know I know there are some they have been here all over all the way through COVID mm -hmm. in Buenos Aires, probably there are 20 times more nice. because, um, you know, mm -hmm. they can't stop. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I th love about Tango. I think I was talking um, about this uh, to, to some other people who I interviewed that you just really can't stop Tango. There's always something that seems mm. to threaten to take Tango away and it never, it never dies. There's, some people are always keeping it well, alive. Yeah, you know that that after the fifties in Buenos Aires yep. in Argentina, really, really 
stopped. Mm-hmm. Like between the the, the dictatorship, uh, the various dictatorships and the bans on certain, um, oh, well, no gatherings for yeah. many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and other reasons before that, uh, the, the rock and roll. People went crazy about rock and roll and, mm-hmm. and, and there were recordings and then no more live music. Mm-hmm. It was cheaper to have live recordings than orchestras. So a whole thing, no? Yeah. And like my mom, my mom didn't want to dance tango. My mom was rock and roll, mm-hmm. her generation. Uh-huh. And um, so why are we saying this? I forgot. Oh, oh, uh, because you yeah. say, yeah, yeah, you can't stop it. But after mm-hmm. the, the reborn of tango, the renaissance of tango, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I think because n- now, because it's everywhere in the world, now mm-hmm. you cannot stop it. Mm-hmm. You cannot stop yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think of uh, early 2000s, around the time that you got into it, and when I got into it a few years earlier, but I think that time was so wonderful. I, looking back, it was... Like you said, it was growing, it was spreading, and there was this uh, newfound fascination for it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a dance I, I always wanted to, to learn, but, um, you know, circumstances didn't really took me right away to that. But, but mm-hmm. at some point, you know, mm-hmm. it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Or it found you, yeah. rather. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, there's a question I like to ask a lot of my interviewees about uh, memorable moments uh, or influential moments that happened early in your tango journey. So what were some, maybe thinking back, maybe the first few years where you started dancing, was there uh, any kind of um, memorable moment or some memorable type of advice that you received that really helped uh, shape your dancing? Hmm. I'm sure there are. I can think of one, and mm-hmm. this is this didn't happen to me only. But uh, okay. I was dancing with an organizer. I used to go to a milonga uh, in the valley every weekend, every Saturday night. I was there. Mm-hmm. That, so that was my Saturday night, and I finished dancing um, um, a song with the, the the organizer of this milonga, an old milonguero from Argentina. No, he's been dancing sixty years. Wow. And he said, uh, you know, and this phrase is probably you heard before that tango is a romance of a, a three minute romance, mm-hmm. no, between two people. And, and that, that was nice. That was nice to hear because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's a lovely thing to mm-hmm. dance tango. It's a loving thing. It's really, everybody puts a lot of love in, in dancing. Um, everybody wants to be, loving and lovely and and everybody's doing their best so yeah. that's a really good thing about tango mm-hmm. and it is a romance yeah. so so there, there's nothing wrong with that it's all yeah. good yeah absolutely yeah and I, I think that's that's really important especially in, in larger cities i mean i lived in new york and old buenos aires is a huge city as well and if you're dancing tango regardless of your age i mean it can it's very easy to feel lonely when you have millions of people around you and there is that energy of the city. And then tango is that moment to really be human and connect. And totally. um, yeah, and regard, especially today with, you know, the phones and the email and the Facebook, everything. And we even, uh, that actual in-person connection is even now, I think more important than ever. 
and yeah, yeah. and and the the chemistry i mean it's proven mm-hmm. that 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 close embrace mm-hmm. um helps the release of oxytocin mm-hmm. in the brain which is the the pleasure um substance i don't know it's, it's not a hormone it's a is it a hormone? Yes, okay. oxytocin is a hormone. Yes, you're out. It's a hormone. Right. Yes. So it's the hormone of pleasure and, and feeling good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course, it's an addiction. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want to feel good? <laughs> right, right. It's an addiction without the horrible consequences. Exactly. In most cases. And, anyway. Yeah, a yeah. good addiction. Yeah. Yeah, and it's amazing how, some, I'm sure you felt this way, how you can dance with a complete stranger, and then at the end of the time that you feel like you know them even though mm-hmm. you've never met mm-hmm. so you just shared a very intimate moment yeah with this stranger and the good thing is you don't have to see them again maybe you don't <laughs> no have to baggage. talk to them right <laughs> exactly you don't have to go on a date or you don't have to you know no no baggage but it's, it's great it's mm, great yeah <laughs> and you get the benefit of yep. you know that intimacy yeah it's great Absolutely. What was your first dance at a Malanga like? Do you remember? Yes, I was in San, Fran- San Francisco with this just for the weekend with this mm-hmm. friend of mine who we were teaching the, these our friends together, and we went to a Milonga. She was a dancer for many years before me. Mm-hmm. I said, Ah, Veronica, I don't know how to dance. Oh, let's go, let's go. I said, Okay, let's go. Um, so I was sitting there watching and this guy comes to me and says, let's dance. I'm like, no, I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, no, it doesn't matter. He made me dance tango. He, he and I danced tango. I, I thought I was dancing. Nice. He was so, so good, such a good dancer. And we became friends. And mm-hmm. the thing is that he was, he was, um, he was working in Los Angeles. He had, he was an architect and architect and he had a, a project here. So he was traveling every week and we mm. were going to dance together. And he actually taught me. He was my first teacher. Ah. He was my, he taught me a lot. He's a dancer. Now he moved to Hawaii. Mm. Uh, beautiful dancer, beautiful dancer. Mm. And yeah, that was my first official milonga. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really glad you, you know, you, you went to that Malanga, you went out and tried it anyway, despite feeling like you didn't know anything. And I'm sure a lot of many, perhaps of your beginning students or students that you've had, uh, when you encourage them to go to Malangas, a lot of them might feel kind of hesitant, like I want to, I need to learn more before I go. So, yeah. you, so what yeah. advice would you have for, for people listening who are new to tango, who are, might be, who want to go to the Malanga, but feel like they don't know enough? Yeah, well, definitely, um, hours of classes, as many classes as they can and practice with a friend, start going to practicas and go to the milongas and, and watch and watch and dance a little bit, mm-hmm. but, but stay, stay and, and get it, get it under your, your skin and, you know, mm-hmm. copy the moves, see how other people move, mm-hmm. see what's going on. But yeah, hours at the milonga, hours and, and work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Nice. Yeah. And the more, you know, the more you can absorb in many different ways. Everything mm-hmm. you can abs- you can absorb yeah. is is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um yeah, I, I always try to tell people you're never gonna feel ready even though you are. 
you know, because right, if, if you right. wait till you're ready, you're never going to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like having a child, no? If you, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it's not the right <laughs> I see you're, you're, you have a baby. I see your photo I, on Facebook. I have, a, I have a baby. He's starting to stand up. Sometimes he tries. It looks like he's trying to dance. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, he's, uh, beautiful. He's a good boy. He smiles a lot. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of going on with uh, learning, I guess some of the one of the most important things that we tango dancers learn from is we learn from mistakes or bad habits. So what are some bad habits you used to have, Sylvia, and how did you get over them? Okay, one, a typical one, anticipation, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) rushing to rushing to to guess the next move or or to you know that to please my partner thinking that i you know need to please my partner and 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 that's a that's a bad habit yeah there's mm-hmm. always time and and it's better you know just connecting to your partner and and waiting is is the the right thing mm-hmm. no anticipation um what else i think <laughs> uh i'm sure i have I'm, i still have some um, I I don't know. I think that that was the main one mm-hmm. because I, as I said, I, as a dancer, I kind of like understood the dance uh, right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure I have other ones, but <laughs> that that's the, <laughs> that's the main one. Yeah, no, the anticipation. Yeah, I mean that's. Uh... Yeah, that, that, that's a big one. And it's funny how, yeah. and again, it's, it's, it just kind of goes to show how, I don't necessarily think that it's, it's not necessarily a bad personal quality because it shows that whenever I'm dancing with somebody who's anticipating, it kind of shows to me that, oh, they're trying, you know, they're, they want to dance well. But yeah. like, you know, but being in that moment and waiting, well, that, that's actually not easy. You know, and they feel like I had some students say, I don't feel like I'm doing anything and I want to help. It's like, but yes, yes, that, that yes. is incredibly challenging to be still. And like you said, to connect and and. But that's that's part of the skill of, of being a good tango dancer. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. going to that next level when when you can manage the times and know the music and yeah, uh, that's mm-hmm. really important too, because when you know the song, you can dance so much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your advice for uh, beginning leaders? Be patient and trust. Trust, trust your teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and be patient with yourself. And and mm-hmm. this is a long journey. It's not. I never yeah. tell my my students this is easy. Mm-hmm. I say, I say, this is a wonderful thing, you know, when you can really uh, let go of your head and your brain and, and really when you have hours and hours of practicing and then you can, you can really let your body do what, what it wants, you know, what, what is, what is feeling, mm-hmm. you know, to go more with the feeling than the brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, be patient and trust. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yes, I did want to talk to you about your tango tours and then, you know the, mm-hmm. that you organized. So how did how did that come about? That idea. Uh, well, I was 
in Buenos Aires mm -hmm. once visiting my mom and um, and I and some students also um, had already uh, asked me have already asked me hey when when are we going to Buenos Aires you should organize, you should organize a tour and being in Buenos Aires I, I just decided it I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to this place and find out, um, you know, how to bring a group here. It was a beautiful old house mm. in uh, Belgrano, in the neighborhood of, of Belgrano. Um, beautiful, with a big patio in the center and, and, the, and the rooms around the patio. And I went visit it, uh, to visit the place. I talked to the owner and I said, okay, I'm going to organize it. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so 2015 was the first group, 15 nice. people wow. came with me. I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. <laughs> and it was great. It mm -hmm. was, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Yeah. And I, I hired, um, I don't know if you know, heard of Rodolfo Dinsel. Yes. Yes. And uh, that's uh, the studio I like to go when mm. I go to Buenos Aires. And mm -hmm. his son was is always the teacher that comes to wherever I was. I'm staying mm -hmm. five times, uh, five five days a week. Mm -hmm. The five days of the week we are there, two hours. He comes, he teaches there, and I really like their system. Mm -hmm. um, so that's. Um, I, it was amazing. It was great. Yeah. And hey, did you some, have, some, yeah. God, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say some, yeah. some of them came mm. the four times, the four tours, wow. they, you know, they came back with me and, and every time is better. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. Now, as to, as to you didn't sell, do you know, um, Francie Marcel and Laura? Murphy? Yes. Yeah. I had oh, the yeah. mom, I had the mom on the, on the podcast uh, last month. So, ah yeah. yes, lovely, lovely couple. Yeah, it was yes. just so nice talking to them. So yeah, they come with they come with a, with Eric Dinsel uh, mm -hmm. and they assist because if, if it's a big group, I try to have you know mm -hmm. different assistants. That's great. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it went great. Yeah, I know yeah. France. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. And I'm sure when people, you know, from here or from wherever they come to Buenos Aires, have a great time. I'm sure it sort of changes their their dancing so what kind of changes did you see in in your students dancing you know after they came back from from buenos aires um actually more like just more commitment to mm -hmm. tango in general because for me tango if i'm sure for you too is not only the dance itself is is the 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 lifestyle the community the friendship and and everything around the the dance that mm -hmm. sometimes you know uh, getting together uh, for barbecue or mm -hmm. or going to watch a movie related to tango i i, I project movies here too mm -hmm. um so i think it's more like that more commitment and more desire and more mm -hmm. um not always a, a, a physical change but okay. just more in love with the culture <laughs> in general yeah. Yeah, which is important, which you will probably, yes. it will come through in your dancing, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. for right. sure. Yeah, yeah. So like you said, it's a little bit, um, things run a little bit differently in Buenos Aires than they do here in the U.S. What are, I guess, what are some aspects of milongas in Buenos Aires that you would like to see more of here in the United States or what, that would help us 
here in the U.S. It's, it's just uh, what I'm what I'm what I think is just um, uh, more of thinking that, you know, when you go to the Milonga, you shouldn't you you ne- don't necessarily go in Buenos Aires to dance mm-hmm. the five hours of the Milonga. You know, when you observe the people at the Milongas there, they go, they sit down, they eat. Mm-hmm. You know, normally there's there's a, um, restaurants service or food service or uh, so they take their time Mm -hmm. and then at some point they listen to this very special music that they love and they okay I need to dance this one but it's not this anxiety for Mm -hmm. dancing 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 and 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 just more like okay sit down have a glass of wine Um, I think it's it's it it's cultural Mm-hmm. It's cultural, like like um, it's just a different time mm-hmm. feeling yeah. there. Mm-hmm. They go and they, they, you know, they're not looking at, at at the at the clock to see. Okay, oh, I need to wake up early tomorrow. I need to go. Mm-hmm. This is what I see here a lot, ah. and I respect that. It's not mm-hmm. a problem. Yeah. I respect that. It's, it's cultural. It's just a different way of being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, well, even my milonga, I, I, you know, I, I have snacks and I have some, some, I have mm. wine, yeah. but I don't have food. I don't have <laughs> that, possi- yeah. that possibility to do it at my own milonga. Mm. So it's not that I criticize. It's just a different, yeah. a different setup. Mm-hmm. It's a, dif- a different setup. Yeah. Um, mm, I think that's the main thing that the, the, the feeling of the time mm-hmm. at the milonga yeah 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 here i'm um i used to host i mean here in madison we have it's nice we have a lot of space unlike bigger cities so it's um uh, plus uh i've got some you know some friends who own restaurants or jazz clubs so i've started hosting milongas mm. there instead of in studios and precisely for the reason you mentioned it's uh, well, I found that people, nice. people feel more comfortable there because they can get a drink, they talk, and then they dance. Yes. And then they, I think that that people felt a lot more comfortable. I felt more comfortable too. Like that anxiety that you said that, oh, I need to be dancing. I need to be dancing. And then yes. I, I kind of let yes. go of that. And I think that's uh, that's that's good. And that was some advice that I got from, from people too. From Because um, my secret shame, Sylvia, is I have not yet been to Buenos Aires. <laughs> oh no we, we have to fix that i know the 20 plus years that i've danced and dancing as of, as of this recording i have not yet gone okay i've, I've, I've dreamt of going like i've i've yeah. had dreams where i was on my way where i was there uh, but i haven't actually been there well but so. and now you have a baby so yeah. it's even more is your wife a dancer she is she is and uh yeah, that's how that's how we met. Actually, she's at one of my events. Wonderful. So yeah, okay. and we, li- you know, I listen to tango music at home with my son, and uh, um, that's great. Yeah, so we should do a family trip sometime. But yeah, it would be it would be wonderful to to go down. But like you said, I, again, I like that cultural aspect when people started talking about, oh, you know, it's eating, drinking, socializing, and then dancing. And there's a and for some of my beginners, they they feel more comfortable 
um, in that environment without even knowing anything about the, the culture of the dance because they like to sit and watch and they have a glass of wine and they talk to people and they all share, people share, yes. their, you know, about their experience. Integrating them to the community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And say, oh, you, why don't you dance with me just once? Oh, okay. And then, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, in my previous studio, my mm -hmm. previous studio was, was different than this one where mm. I have chairs around the room. In my previous studio, I had a dance floor in the front, mm. pure dance floor. And then in the back, I had sofas and chairs. Oh, nice. So it was kind of divided. That, mm. So people would hang out in the back, like really mm. at home. It was more, more bohemian. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and then they would say, hey, let's go dance. And they would go to the front. Mm -hmm. And uh, people love that. People That's really nice. love that. And this is a different setup, but but still, uh, it's my home too because I live in the back mm -hmm. and I have a front studio. The same kind of thing, but nice. bigger. Okay. Um. So so um, there was a milonga here that had that that kind of setup uh, with a restaurant and um, mm. and then a dance floor one and then there was another one another time but but in general they rent a studio mm -hmm. they arrive there they and they open the door and there's a milonga and um <laughs> nice. and it's not a bad thing but but it's different it doesn't mm -hmm. allow for staying mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so much yeah. other than and 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 also you know that that people rush here uh, here they rush for everything we, mm -hmm. oui, because I, me too. When mm -hmm. I go to Buenos Aires and I enter a shop, and if they don't say hello to me in like twenty seconds, I feel lonely. It's like, <laughs> but they are like maybe they are doing something, and mm -hmm. even, you know, the, it's it's a different timing. Yeah. It's a different timing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, um, yeah, it's really fascinating to see, um, yeah, cultural differences. Now, have you danced in other countries other than the U.S. and Buenos Aires? Not much, okay. not much. I, I just went to Italy two months ago and um, I had really little time to be in Rome. Okay. But I went to this outdoor milonga. Uh, Pablo Verón was teaching the class. Oh. It was in, it, by the river in an outdoor space. And he went really late with the class and I was tired. I just had arrived that morning. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, I need to, I need to stay. I need to stay. And the time was going by and then he finished late and then one tanda, two tandas, and I was like, I'm going home. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't stay any longer, so I didn't dance. Mm. But other than that, in Germany, I went to a couple milongas because mm. I was visiting my brother. Nice. Um, where, where in Germany? Where? Yeah. He's near, he's near Mannheim. Oh, okay. I was at a milonga in Mannheim several years ago. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, so... Um, was it in a, upstairs in a very big space? Yes. Yeah, there was a With live windows. Yeah, there was a live band that night. Bell Tango from ah. uh, from Bel from Yugoslavia was there. Oh. I, I just happened to be there in, at a really good night. But yeah, Manhai, that's that's funny. I, I probably might have been the same venue. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. My, my wife's family. She's from Germany, so she lives about an hour oh. from. Yeah, not too far from there. So. Yeah. Really? Where? She and lives in a really small town called Zwingenberg. It's about halfway between Frankfurt and Heidelberg. And, yeah, um, well, my brother is is in that area. He's, okay, he's 20, 30 minutes away from Heidelberg. Oh wow! Near, in in Speyer, Speyer. Oh yeah, near, I, I've I've yeah. seen signs for Speyer. <laughs> okay, wow. 
<laughs> what a coincidence. Yeah, maybe I'll wow. see you at a Malanga there sometime. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, when maybe I don't know if you felt this while you were in, in Germany, but um, when I was there dancing, other than the music, I, I still felt a, a huge sense of familiarity. Even I didn't know any of these people, yet there was something about them that just kind of made me feel like I kind of know them already, which was which is very interesting. I don't know. It's if a big community. Yeah. It's a big community. We share. I mean, it's amazing that you can go anywhere in the world from, and, and dance. Mm hmm. And, and when you arrive and, and you're dancing, that person can be, yeah, in China, in mm -hmm. France or in Argentina. And, and the, the feeling is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully <laughs> mostly. <laughs> yeah. And I love how the Cabaseo works everywhere. Yeah. Some milongas use Cabaseo more than others. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm not very traditional in, in that sense mm -hmm. and i don't like to force people if if i i like to see what organically happens in yeah. in, in a space mm -hmm. because maybe some spaces are different than others and yeah. it, it whatever people want to do i don't mm -hmm. i don't force them to you know mm -hmm. um to behave in in the way i think is right yeah but you know, the cabeceo is nice. Yeah. It's a nice um, tradition. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's uh, it's interesting to note some cultural differences. Like we were saying, my, my wife, when we were, when, and also myself, when we were growing up as children, we're taught it's rude to stare at people. So uh -huh. I, had, I had a little trouble, and my wife did as well, with the cabeceo because, you know, she didn't quite get it at first. And all these guys were looking at her. She kept looking away. <laughs> so it looked like <laughs> she was rejecting people. But really, she was. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. Rude, yeah. So. <laughs> It's a, it's a thing. It's mm -hmm. a, it's it's interesting yeah. to see how every culture uh, has more more um, um, you know it's it's easier or more difficult for them to even mm -hmm. to embrace yeah. some uh, someone else. Yeah. Uh, the mm -hmm. tension I feel sometimes in some people, and it's like okay, well, it's it's a different culture. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's different in you know in Argentina you arrive and everybody's like hi how are you yeah. <laughs> and um, even I changed after twenty years and you know mm -hmm. with cultural differences and I when I go to Buenos Aires they and I speak in Spanish even they mm. they're like where are you, where are you from señora oh wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> where are you from yeah I, I I think differently, so I, I speak differently, mm. and they don't quite get it. It's mm. like, hmm, it's a hybrid. I'm yeah. a hybrid. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a citizen of the world. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, it's good. <laughs> yeah, so another wonderful thing that happens when we really get interested in something such as tango, it becomes, I think, easier to uh, to pick up different interests, not necessarily interests to replace tango, but just sometimes we pick up other uh, side hobbies, you know, as we are pursuing our, our main passion. So uh, just out of curiosity, uh, Sylvia, have you uh, picked up any new hobbies since since falling in love with tango? Mm, I don't think so. All right. So focused. That's great. I think so. Yeah, because see, I I organize milonga. 
Mm-hmm. I organize a milonga. Now it's weekly. Wow. I DJ. I'm learning how to be a better DJ. Mm-hmm. I'm not DJing as a as a job, but as a hobby. Yeah, maybe I, I maybe that one. Maybe okay. uh, me, uh, playing music, uh, uh, being a DJ. Since I was little, I was a collector of music. Oh. I collected tapes. I had my catalogs with every tape song. I don't know why I wanted to write it down in a, in a, in a catalog that okay. I made. I had my my tapes, my cassettes in shelves, and nobody could touch it. Mm. And I had them organized with labels, different colors for different types of music. Yeah. So I think that the DJ and I was recording music for friends, you know, yeah. from one te- uh, player I, to, I an, to a tape days. recorder yeah. with a little cable, mm-hmm. sometimes not even with a wire, just live, you know, the sound was horrible. Yes. yes. But but it was something I, I like to do, mm-hmm. uh, collecting music, organizing music and listening to music. Yeah. Definitely, I loved all kinds of music, wow. and so. But being a DJ, yeah, came with with being in love with tango. Uh-huh. So that's that's a hobby for yeah. me, and um, so I. So between all of these activities, and now I'm learning history of tango on mm. Zoom from the Instituto Argentino mm. del Tango from Buenos Aires. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's a six-month um, class about the history of tango that, you know, is super interesting. Yeah. It's in Spanish. It's okay. in Spanish. But there are people from all over the world. It's 100 people online uh, in every class. Wow. That's so nice. learning about every aspect of mm-hmm. this thing yeah. is also pro- probably another hobby because it's not a job. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Yeah. That's it. I like, yeah, that, that idea, like, you know, that, I guess that, uh, what you'd like to do with the labels and that extreme organization. And I'm sure that works very naturally now for you becoming a DJ, you know, just categorizing your music and that's. It, ta- it takes so much time. Yeah. I, I don't know if you got into DJing also. I, I do. It, yeah. It, it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. It, <laughs> because you're like, oh, I like this song, but then you get another orchestra who plays a different version of the same song that I already have seven copies of, but oh, I'll just take one more copy, but then I can't decide which one I want to play during the Malacca. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, um, and then they sell you and, you know, they offer you these better versions better, you know, remasterized and right. re, you know, pu- filters and, you mm-hmm. know, what I, they call it, um, Shellac, uh, shellac, the shellac, original, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go really into a, a big obsession about the sound yeah. and the better recording. And someone told me about this website, and it's a yeah. huge uh, other w- new world. Yeah, uh, for whoever is, uh, I'm not super obsessed like that, but. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good to it, know. It's, it's kind of dangerous because if you once you get into it, it's, it is like, oh, but just one more thing, one more thing. And then there's, it's <laughs> yeah. a rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. go to tangotunes.com where they, that's one site where they really have these yeah. beautifully remastered yeah. songs. And it's like, oh, I have this one already, but I don't have a really good recording of it. And then it's like, oh, well, there's a 
I need those. You can spend hours. Yeah. And well, hours I, I never and... heard this Canaro. I, I think I'll buy that yeah. one too. Oh, what? Well, Canaro, you can you can spend years listening yes. to all his his <laughs> discography and recordings and yeah 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 it's huge it's amazing yeah so yeah it's interesting how all these little things in your life whether it's just categorizing the music how all of that comes back it's as if it was destiny kind of yeah kind of driving you yes. to calling you to to be a tanguera <laughs> yes so, yes i guess i'm a full-time tanguera yeah. even though i'm not dancing as much as i yeah. would like to like in the beginning i was i was i didn't care about anything else yep i didn't care about anything else and i, I mm. was dancing a lot and one day my healer told me sylvia you need to spend some time at home <laughs> you need to stay home a little bit because mm. I, I I was okay but she said you're losing weight you need to stop you're not sleeping so much right yeah yeah sleep deprivation was probably it was mm. very bad for us yeah so, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so uh you know what the, another lovely thing about this dance is Sylvia is that we are we never stop learning. There's always something new to mm. learn. Um, I like you were talking about, you know, the music and other aspects of the dance, but just um, kind of bring it back to the dance. Uh, is there something new that you are learning or have discovered within the last few months or years, despite all of your experience? The last few months uh, have been a little bit complicated sure. to, to learn new things, but, mm -hmm. but, but, uh, the for the newest thing for me is that I I I like everything more al piso, you know, more on the floor. Yeah. More simple, more more about the connection than the leg movement and the, I mean, which is fun, you know, it's fun to dance more, you know, nuevo or uh, lots of leg work and it's fun. But in my mm. dance, and I lead too, mm. so um, I'm I'm connecting more with the music and the floor. Mm -hmm. So I think that can be a new, the newest thing nice. about what I like about, and probably will change again because yep. you know it's mm -hmm. changing permanently. <laughs> but uh, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, I think that's that's the one thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Al yeah. piso. Yeah, for for me, it's uh, I, I like this idea of slowing down because I used to just move, move, move. I put on Darienzo and I'm I'm just I want to move to every beat. And then mm. yeah, I took workshops. I think it was one from Horacio Godoy who just said, "Try stepping, Ooh. stepping, and there you go. One, uh, try stepping every other beat or once every four. Every beats. four, yeah. yeah, and then go with beat and then four. Then just that little change of just slowing down every once in a while is it? Yeah, it just opens up so much. So why? Oh, it took me, you know, twelve years to <laughs> realize this. So yeah, it's a process. It's a process. But um, since you mentioned Horacio Godoy, I'm mm -hmm. also taking classes with him um, about the orchestras. I don't uh, know if you yes. knew about yeah, these classes. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He's great. Mm -hmm. So much fun. And so he knows so much. Mm -hmm. And um, I got addicted to that. It's on Wednesday, Wednesday, 11 a.m. Uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Nice. And yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to get him on the podcast. We keep, we keep missing each other. So. <laughs> he's so busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and now he's, he's touring in Europe. 
but uh, his classes are in English. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's a good tip too. Yeah, for people. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Yeah, well, Sylvia, this has been a lot of fun, I and mean, we've been talking for over a while. I feel like we can talk all day, all night. Um, for sure. But, yeah. So, where do we find out more about you online? Uh, my website is uh, uh, tangosanpedro.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I need to make a, a new website, but okay. but it's going to be the same name. Okay. Because I'm going to transfer. There was a problem with my serve with my provider. Sure. And they decided that I was not able to edit my websites anymore. Ah. Although the the website is up there, but I just need to make a new website and transfer. Okay. Um, okay. The domain, but it's uh, or in Facebook I am uh, Silvia Askenasi. That's my mm. last name. Okay. Tango San Pedro. Okay. And I have a page Tango San Pedro. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, please uh, send people to LA uh, to dance and and find me. And I have a milonga every Saturday night. Great. The information is on Tango Mango. Okay. That org. Yep. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with that. Yeah. yeah. And. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank that you was so great. much. Yeah, we'll have the uh, the links to your site and to your Facebook um, in our show notes, so people will be able to look up to you, look you up, read about you, and yeah, hopefully when you're able to, are you have you started tours again? Or no, no? but okay. I, I'm planning maybe one. There's going to be one in um, March or April next okay. year. Okay. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how things. Yeah. Go. You know, it's already late to 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 yeah. organize it for april but if not in april for sure october um, december 2022 right it's a beautiful time to go absolutely yes because your seasons are opposite from the northern hemisphere so yes yes the first week of december buenos aires is like Ah, perfect okay all right so yeah read up on (laughs) on sylvia and yeah we'll keep an eye on your tours and definitely encourage people to to be a part of that as well yeah Yeah. there's a page for the Mm -hmm. tour it's called the tango adventure the tango Tango adventure Adventure in buenos aires in buenos aires okay is that a dot com or no that's a Uh, page on facebook oh a page on facebook okay Okay. yes all right yeah and actually i have a website see i'm so many things (laughs) (laughs) the tango adventure.com is a website too okay All right, we'll have all that in yeah. our show notes. So hopefully people will click, learn more about you, and yeah, take the tour when it's up again. Thank so, you. Yeah. yeah, so Sylvia, thank you again so much for taking the time to, to talk. It's been really fun hearing your stories and hearing your advice, and I'm sure people listening will really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And a huge thank you to all your listeners for tuning in. It really means a lot that you've made time to listen to this show. If you've been a fan for a while and would like to help keep the podcast going, you can make a secure donation through PayPal or join my podcast page on Subscribestar. Links are in the description. Thanks for your support. All right, you've been listening to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm Joe Yang, and I'll talk to you again soon.